Hello, everyone, and thank you for clicking on the Sean B. Show. It is Thursday, January 12th, 2023, and I'm in the Edge Construction Studio in Columbus, Indiana. Edge Construction, masters of all things construction. That's right. Edge has your back. Site development, dirt work, all things you need. These guys are absolute studs, and you can be confident that they're going to take care of you because they're also absolute gems of humans. Brian Jones and his team, 812-343-3035. 812-343-3035. Call Brian and the boys. Tell him the Sean B. Show sent you. Now, we're going to talk about Super Wild Card Weekend. We're actually going to do it this week. Okay, we didn't do it on Tuesday. Tuesday, we said we were going to do it, and then we didn't do it. We ranted about the Colts. But this episode is all Super Wild Card Weekend. You want to do some betting. You want to do some winning. Super Wild Card Weekend, let's go. You're listening to The Sean B. Show on Second String Media. Happy Thursday. Welcome into The Sean B. Show. I'm Sean B. I'm here all by myself in the studio yet again. Yet again. You know, I really want other people to join this thing with me. If you're watching and you're available at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday or Sunday. Or, or a couple of the three. It doesn't matter. Need homies in here. Trying to build something. But you know what? I'm going to keep screaming into a microphone until I do. Because that's just how I operate. Uh, Canada, what are you doing? What the fuck is Canada doing? Dude, I tried ketchup chips last night for the first time in my life. And Canadians go batshit over these things. And we had some on Mind Snacks last night. Thanks to our guests. Ashley and Dub brought some ketchup chips. Going to try that shit. You know, have you ever like, I know some people dip their chips in ketchup, which I find very strange, but these were like spiced flavored with ketchup, potato chips, kind of like ketchupy barbecue chips. Canadians go fucking nuts over them. I don't know. I don't know, man. It was an odd, it was an odd combo for me. Must be different taste buds. Maybe that's all they have. Maybe they don't have uh, sour cream and onion. Maybe they don't have salt and vinegar. Perhaps the Canadians don't have standard-ass barbecue chips. I don't know. I don't know what it is about those ketchup chips. Tried them last night. Not great. What the hell's going on up there? It is National Kiss and Ginger Day. Uh, I wish I'd known that before a few minutes ago. Uh, took my nephew to school this morning. He's a little ginger. Celebrate that guy. I'll see him later. Uh, it's also National Pharmacist Day, which is ironic because I have to go pick up my blood pressure medicine later. I don't know. Good stuff. Lot to talk about today. It is Super NFL Wild Card Weekend. It's fastly approaching. We can't stop it. Lines are shifting. Super Bowl predictions are dropping. Lots of stuff going on. A buzz about. couple NFL notes. Derek Carr thanks Las Vegas. Says goodbye to the Raiders. That guy, that guy not coming back to the Raiders. And, I mean, you don't say thank you and goodbye without not, you know, unless you're leaving. The problem I have with Derek Carr leaving is now it's going to start. The buzz. Colts and Derek Carr. There it goes. The buzz begins. I don't want this guy. No desire for this guy in Indianapolis. Um, and I don't know. Like, I I may be a little quick to judge. I don't like the fact that you walk away from the team when they bench you. Maybe there's more going on there that I don't know. I just know that I saw Matt Ryan get benched for Sam Ellinger. And, and he was on the sideline with an earpiece, a hat, and a clipboard. That's the kind of professional that you want in your guy. Just me. Just saying. Derek Carr says goodbye to Vegas. Goodbye to the Raiders. Thank you for the memories and all the good times and mostly the disappointments. Jets making an offensive coordinator change after struggles. They have struggled offensively. Mike LaFleur leaving the Jets. I don't know that that'll make Zach Wilson a better quarterback 
or better dude. But uh, yeah, that's that. Are they going to start Mike White next year? I mean, we know what we get with Mike White, right? It's a Geno Smith kind of situation where like you're good for a little bit and then nothing. I don't know. We'll see what the, see what's going on with the Jets. They look like a for sure playoff team earlier in the year. Now, not so much. Couple quick notes before I get to the NFL. The Indiana Hoosiers basketball team really, really hurting. Okay, it's hard to miss two starters: Xavier Johnson, Race Thompson, both indefinitely done. Joey Galloway gets to start last night. Jordan Geronimo gets to start last night. Didn't look good. Trace had fourteen and eleven. It's a pretty good game if you're not getting blown out by twenty. 19 to be exact. The Hoosiers dropped to 10 and 6 at Penn State last night. 85-66. A lot of people are giving uh, Mike Woodson some shit. And I it's just like you work so hard to build these college basketball teams and then you lose a guy like Xavier Johnson, you lose a guy like Race Thompson. Not only are they upperclassmen, but they're leaders on the team. You lose those guys, it's tough to do. Miller Cop last night only 5 points. I like Miller Cop. I follow Miller Cop on TikTok. I think he's a great dude, probably a great teammate, probably a really hard worker. But I don't know I don't know why he continues outside of just being a leader in the locker room to find himself in the starting lineup because it's rough. It's rough to watch. I tell you the thing about Miller Cop is I know he's a shooter. I know he can be a good shooter. But he won't. He won't do it. I, for me, I want to see a guy like that just t- just start taking shots. You're down. You're losing. Things don't look good. So try to find something to, to give that team the spark. It did not have it last night in Penn State. 85 to 66. Hoosiers go down. Pacers also lost last night, 119, 113. They are now tied for sixth in the East with the very New York Knicks that beat them. Buddy Heald at 31 and 8 last night. Great game out of Buddy Matherin, 20 points off the bench. Miles Turner out last night. Andrew Nimhart, 11 from that starting two spot. Tyrese, of course, 15, seven dimes. Just a, just a, just a good basketball game between two teams. One had to lose. Pacers go down 113-119 in New York last night. That's going to be a playoff team, Okay. Look, like I said, the over-under on the Pacers' win total for the season was 23.5. They've already got 23. This is a team that's much better than expected. And, uh, you know, a little bit of work. Rick Carlisle keep doing the thing. These Pacers might might get into the playoffs, skip that play-in tournament, and start yourselves as opposed. That play-in tournament is a lot of pressure, man. That's one game. That's one game. And you turn around if – you know, you win here, you lose there, you go wherever. A little bit of a wonky format, but a good format. If you're going to do a play-in tournament, I like the format. I personally believe 8-8 eight and eight is enough in the NBA playoffs, but they apparently did not. Pacers go down last night. Still going to be a playoff team. Hopefully a, hopefully a six-seater better. I don't want to see him in that play-in tournament. I think this team's good enough to start in those Eastern Conference quarters. National Football League. Wild card Saturday, Sunday, Monday, super wild card weekend. It's going to be really exciting. They've got a great slate, six ball games, two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday night. Look, I like this. I like that it starts with San Francisco. San Francisco hosting Seattle. San Francisco minus nine and a half. That line has moved. It was it was Seattle plus 10 uh, Tuesday when we talked. Now it is Seattle plus nine and a half. Shifting a little bit in the way of the Seahawks, mostly due to betting, I'm assuming. You like to see all those get to, 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 to point fives at some point. The Some of these spreads moving around quite a bit. But uh, Seattle travels to San Francisco. San Francisco swept the season series. This is a powerful offense. A top five offense, despite having Brock Purdy as a starting quarterback. San Francisco's won 10 straight games. Seattle, no Kenneth Walker. Obviously, that's a huge loss. They knew it back when they lost him. 430 on Fox. I don't like Seattle's chances. I love San Francisco's chances to cover. This team is red hot. This is a good outside sleeper pick to win the AFC. Nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to play the San Francisco 49ers right now, no matter who their quarterback is. Brock Purdy obviously done a great job. 
getting in there, running that offense. That offense is an oiled machine. The defense is even better. Number one overall defense in yardage and scoring. I don't like Seattle's chances whatsoever, but it is the NFL playoffs, and the NFL playoffs get exciting. I think San Francisco's a safe bet. Nine and a half is a big number in the playoffs when you tell people that they're on the ropes, okay? They're going to fight. I mean, it's the playoffs. The environment, you know, everything changes. The environment changes. I just, San Francisco's really red hot. I, I actually like San Francisco minus nine and a half in this game. They're really good. That defense is only going to get better in the playoffs. Saturday, 4.30 on Fox in San Francisco. And then, of course, Saturday night. We are treated to the Chargers traveling to Jacksonville. This line has actually moved. It was a pick on Tuesday. Now uh, the Chargers are minus two and a half. Jacksonville dominated the week three meeting. Dominated the week three meeting. I believe it was 38 to 10. It's the first ever time these two teams have met in the playoffs. First Chargers visit to the playoffs since 2018. First Jaguars visit to the playoffs since 2017. <clears throat> X factors here, man. Trevor Lawrence is so good. That dude is poised. He gets better every week. He's starting to look like a top five quarterback. Justin Herbert, very, very good potential to always be a top five quarterback. The Chargers have been a little inconsistent this year. Okay. But they came on at the right time. Challenge for that. Challenge for the wild card spot. Got it. They're the five seed. I don't know. I don't know, man. It, Jacksonville looks really good. Tennessee gave them a scare, but like I said, you get a team on the ropes. I don't like Jacksonville's defense. I don't like their pass rush. I think Justin Herbert's probably going to have a little bit too much time. You give that guy too much time, he's going to slice you up. Same goes for Trevor Lawrence. I think LA's defense probably a little better than Jacksonville's. I know definitely from a pass rush, pass rush perspective it is. They said, well, Jacksonville started to clean up their pass rush here down the stretch. Like, let's consider the quarterbacks they played against. Josh Dobbs. Who else was on that list? The last, the last five quarterbacks that Jacksonville played against wasn't pretty. Wasn't pretty. Hadn't had a whole lot going on. So uh, give that a look-see here. Because the Jags came on in the end. They for sure did. But again, like I said, you got the Titans and Josh Dobbs in the last week. Texans and Davis Mills the week before that. Jets the week before that. Got the OT win against Dallas. And again, like down the stretch, the defense got a little bit better. This team's capable of doing big things. I really like, like I said, they have, they've played very well ever since getting dominated in Detroit. Ever since the domination in Detroit, they have played a lot better. The Jacksonville Jaguars won five in a row. Nine and eight, win in the AFC South. Good times. Good times. I like the Chargers personally, but on the money line, not even for two and a half. On the money line. That's on NBC and Peacock Saturday night, 8 15. I'll be watching that thing from work. I think the Chargers are hot at the right time. Jacksonville did a good job getting into the playoffs. Well done, boys. Okay, well done. But uh, Chargers are really good. It is in Jacksonville. Uh, that, that city's going to be fired up. First playoff meet, first playoff appearance since 2017. That city's going to be fired up. The Miami Dolphins have a lot of trouble. Lot, they're in a lot of trouble. Two is done. Skylar Thompson getting the start. These two teams did split the season series. Dolphins getting the win early in the year, and then, of course, at the, the, late, the latter meeting, the walk-off Buffalo field goal, Tua played in both those games. Tua got hurt in their first game. That's when this whole concussion shit started. Split the season series. Skylar Thompson, just, this offense is really, I mean, despite having Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, electrifying receivers. This offense is really, really stagnant with Skylar Thompson, even Teddy Bridgewater playing. I don't like Miami's chances to do a whole lot. What I will say is the Bills turn the ball over a lot. And I think that'll keep this game close. 
I don't know how. I mean, that's that's the key to the Bills winning is controlling the turnovers. You control the turnovers, let Josh Allen do his thing. You're going to be fine. But the Bills, 27 turnovers for the year, third worst in the NFL. A lot of people wouldn't think that. Third worst in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills turnovers. Like I said, I think the biggest news here, Tua is out. Skylar Thompson starting. This offense without Tua has been absolutely stagnant. Buffalo is plus 13 now. That moved from plus 10.5 on Tuesday to now plus 13. It will shift again between now and um, between now and Saturday or Sunday. But uh, I like Buffalo. I don't know. 13 is a big number. 13 is a big number. We haven't seen a we haven't seen the dominant Buffalo Bills lately. I mean, you got the 35-23 win that the Patriots were mostly out of, but never really out of. 35-13 over the Bears, but that's the Bears. They're picking number one for a reason. You know, 20-12 over the Bills, 24-10 over the Pats, 28-25 over the Lions, uh, 31-23 to the Browns. You know, so the loss to the Vikings, it, it hasn't been that dominant Buffalo Bills. It just, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. 13 is a giant number in sports betting. If you're betting in sports and you're betting in the NFL, 13 is a massive number. And this is a playoff game. I do not like Bills plus or Bills minus 13. I definitely take the Dolphins when you're talking spread, but I don't think Miami's going to win this game. Again, could be wrong. You might see the Buffalo Bills come out and dominate offensively. But the Dolphins defense, relatively healthy, pretty healthy. It's the offense where the struggles are going to be. You might see a low scoring game. Definitely, I, I definitely lean under, but I don't I don't like unders, but I, I lean under here. But uh still like Buffalo in this game to move on and uh play another playoff game. Look, the New York Giants are going back to Minnesota, where earlier in the year, week 16, they lost on a walk-off field goal. The Vikings have won 11 one-score games this year. The Minnesota Vikings record for the end of the year was 13-4. and four. 11 of those 13 wins were one-score games. One of them was a 33-point comeback in the second half. No more need to talk about that. This is Sunday on Fox at 4.30. The Giants travel to Minnesota. The Giants are plus three. I don't have a lot of faith in the Giants. I didn't necessarily guarantee or think that, that Minnesota would win a playoff game, but I don't have a whole lot of faith in the Giants. That's where my that's where I struggle. I not so sold on Daniel Jones as as far as a passing quarterback. Great with his legs. He does a really good job with his legs. Doesn't look like he would, but he does. Saquon Barkley, you need him healthy. You need him running full steam. They've used the fuck out of him this year. Absolutely used the fuck out of him. The 9-7-1 Giants, the 13-4 Vikings winning that NFC North in dominant fashion. We'll see what happens. I like Minnesota in this game. I like Minnesota minus three in this game. I believe that line will probably move to two and a half or maybe even three and a half by Sunday. You might get it closer, actually. You might get it one and a half. It'll shift for sure, but I, I definitely like the Vikings at home. Sunday, 4.30 on Fox. Here's a spread that I would almost move. If you can adjust your spread on whatever betting site you're on, move it to move it to. Move it to a big number. Look, Baltimore travels to Cincinnati. Lamar still not practicing. Tyler Huntley, tendonitis in that, in that throwing arm. Cincinnati red hot at the right time. Joe Burrow, obviously the, the X factor. That guy is just so fucking cool. Sunday night, 8-15 on NBC and Peacock. The Baltimore Ravens travel to Cincinnati. I... I, I, I always have like a soft spot for the Ravens. My mom likes the Ravens. That gives me a, a little soft spot. But uh, the first playoff meeting between these two teams is not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty at all, especially if Huntley can't go. If Huntley can go, it's still it, it'll be better. But it won't be pretty. Baltimore uh, Baltimore going to struggle without Lamar. That's just a real thing. We'll see here. 
Let's uh, let's look at these AFC North standings. Of course, Cincinnati solidifying their AFC North title with the win in week seven or week eighteen. Baltimore finishes ten and seven. They lost their last two. They have had absolute dog shit offensive performance since Lamar went down. The last five games Lamar missed, the team averages thirteen points a game. Absolute dog shit offensively. They're going to struggle unless they figure something out. Now, of course, everybody outside the locker room says shit like that. The Ravens still believe. John Harbaugh still believes. The Ravens inside that locker room fired up. They got to go back to Cincinnati. They got to win a ball game. This is Baltimore now plus eight and a half, and I'm assuming that's because Lamar's not practicing. They moved that out. It was six and a half on Tuesday. Sunday night, NBC and Peacock. Got to listen to Chris Collinsworth again. Um. This is the first ever time these two teams have met in the playoffs, which is not baffling considering the Bengals were pretty bad for a while. Bengals have just now started getting to the playoffs. Joe Burrow, though, man, that guy's awesome. That guy's awesome. He's going to show out. He's going to show out Sunday night. That's where my – I always do a Sunday night football same-game parlay. That's where that's where that same-game parlay will lean. It will lean towards Joe Burrow absolutely showing out. I would bet highly on Mark Andrews too because Mark Andrews can be the guy they use the shit out of. Absolutely use the shit out of, especially if Huntley can't go. That's going to be a guy they lean on to try to get everything they need, get those few extra yards, get those first downs, get keep that defense on the field. They're going to lean on Andrews big time. But I do like Cincinnati minus eight and a half. I like Cincinnati probably minus... Probably I'm I'm a little surprised this isn't the biggest spread because the Bengals are just hot at the right time. They've won eight in a row. They started off started off slow, won their last eight. They're six and one at home. Cincinnati's gonna win this one big. Sunday night, NBC and Peacock. Can't wait. Can't wait. And then Monday night football. Being realistic, still love them, but oh yeah, the Bengals have this. That's gonna be a that's gonna be ugly, and maybe not. You know, maybe the boys in purple show out. Maybe old, old Dobbins shows out. Dobbins rushes for a couple hundred yards. The Ravens win a football game in a different fashion than they have in a while with an actual running back. Not a lot of people know who the Ravens running back is because their leading rusher is their quarterback. Dallas and Tampa Bay, Monday Night Football, ESPN and ABC, 8-15 Monday. Tampa Bay won the week one meeting, 19-3. This was a different field game, though. Dak got hurt in that game. It's not why they lost. They were already way down when Dak got hurt. Tom Brady, at that point, it's week one. You still think, here's Tom Brady being Tom Brady, going to find a way to win a game. They win 19-3. Brady's never lost to Dallas, 7-0 in his career against the Dallas Cowboys. But, man, Tampa Bay looks bad lately. Tampa Bay looks really bad. You know who doesn't look bad lately? Everybody on the Cowboys except Dak. Dak's turning the ball over like crazy. If he does that and keeps Tom Brady in this game, Tom Brady will win this game despite the Buccaneers based on experience alone. They got to get some blocking, though. The Bucks absolutely have to get that offensive line doing its thing. You can't get your 45-year-old quarterback killed. You can't get the GOAT killed. That's exactly what they're doing. Tampa Tom going to come out and beat Tampa Tom in the playoffs. Look, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. It's really, really hard for me to sit here and talk about or make a bet against Tom Brady. It doesn't seem smart. And that's because I've spent so many years getting absolutely destroyed by the guy and watching the guy absolutely destroy the rest of the NFL. There are people in the NFL that look like men amongst boys. And there's Tom Brady, who no matter who looks like what, Tom Brady's got seven fucking rings. Tom Brady finds a way to be the greatest passer of all time. Despite maybe not being... I don't think he's. I don't think Tom Brady's more talented than some of the quarterbacks from the past. Between the years, Tom Brady's 
right there with everybody. But physically, throwing wise, I don't I don't know that he's necessarily more talented. Guy just knows how to win. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's about knowing how to win. So it's hard for me to look at Dallas minus two and a half and be confident with that because you're betting against Tom Brady. The good news about this game is it's the last game. So if you if you take all six of these games, say you're the type of guy that would take all six of these games and parlay them, and you get the first five right, and you don't know what the fuck's going to happen in Tampa Bay, you can go back and hedge that bet. It's the last game. I feel pretty good about my picks for the first five games. I don't know where to lean when it comes to Dallas and Tampa Bay because I don't know what Buccaneers team I get. I don't know if Tom Brady's going to come out and have a four-touchdown night. I don't know if Dak's going to turn the ball over three times. I, I don't know what's going to happen. <clears throat> Dallas is the favorite despite being on the road and despite losing the uh, regular season meeting. Again, Tom Brady's never lost to Dallas. You think he's going to? It's hard to do. It's hard to bet against Tom Brady. This is the playoff time. There isn't a person on the planet who has more experience in the NFL playoffs than Tom Brady. He really doesn't ever not go. So take that for what you will. I like, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say what I like in this game. I'm glad I get to hedge it. I'll probably bet Tampa Bay just because the odds are going to be better. You put Tampa Bay on the money line, you know two things. You know the odds pay out better, and you're betting with Tom Brady. And if you if, to hedge a, a money line bet's a whole lot easier than hedging a spread bet. So there you go. Bet Tampa Bay. <laughs> go with the plan. We're going to look at some NFL futures. We're going to look at uh, some overall postseason playoff predictions. What we're going to do is a bracket. All right? We've got the NFL playoffs. I don't have a graphic for the screen, so I'll have to talk everybody through this. But it is super, super wild card weekend. And, uh, you know, the, the, the only thing more exciting than starting the playoffs is trying to think about what the divisional round is going to look like. What kind of matchups will we possibly see in the divisional round? So I'm going to do my little thing here. Got that. I have, uh, I have drawings down here. So we got three, six, four, five, two, seven. You know, and I could have been prepared, but I'm not. So it's whatever. So we're looking at Seattle and San Francisco. We're going to go NFC first. Actually, we'll just go in order. We'll just go back and forth. Looking at Seattle, San Francisco first. I don't think there's a chance in hell that Seattle wins this football game at San Francisco. The Niners are too tough. They're too hot. Uh, you didn't you didn't want to give them a chance when Brock Purdy went in, but the, the reality is Brock Purdy has continued to keep this offense rolling. He's done a great job. I got to go Niners in this football game. So, got Niners over the Seahawks. That's your two seed. You know they're not going to you know they're you know they're not playing Philadelphia. Next game up, Chargers at Jacksonville. If I had to if I had to break this game down just to the quarterbacks, just to the quarterbacks. I'm taking Herbert over Lawrence. And that probably won't be the case much longer. Trevor Lawrence is getting very, very good as time goes on. But still today, Justin Herbert's a guy that can come out. It seems like almost any time he wants to and throw for 320. So I'm going to take Herbert over Lawrence in this 4-5 Jacksonville Chargers matchup. Chargers win on the road. Let's move five. Let's we got five winning. Don't know where they're going yet. Okay. Staying in the AFC, the seven-seeded Dolphins, two-seeded Bills. Look, this is a lopsided spread, the most lopsided spread of the whole weekend. Uh, Skylar Thompson getting the start for Miami. There's not a lot to talk about here. There's no chance in hell Miami wins this game. Buffalo, two-seeded Bills getting the dub. They will not travel to Kansas City. 
Next game up, back to the NFC, the six-seeded Giants, the three-seeded Vikings. Man, I really should have music behind this. Let's uh, start that now. Um, picked a good one, too. Six-seeded Giants, three-seeded Vikings. I give the home team the, the benefit of the doubt here. I'm also giving Kirk Cousins a little bit of love, that Giant, uh, that Vikings team a little bit of love. I think they're better than the Giants. I think they'll come out in Super Wild Card Weekend and play better than the Giants. They'll be at home in front of their home crowd. They've never won a Super Bowl. They're highly motivated. Give it to the Vikings, that three seed. So now at that point, we know that three is playing two. So we know we've now set up a divisional matchup between the 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings that will take place in San Francisco. Baltimore and Cincinnati, again, same kind of thing with Buffalo and Miami. I think these are the most two lopsided games. Um, I think these two games between Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, Cincinnati are not as lopsided as Seattle, San Francisco. The odds don't say it that way, but the reality is Seattle's going to fight. Miami doesn't have a chance in hell with Skylar Thompson. Same situation with Baltimore. That team lives and dies by Lamar Jackson. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to win this ball game. The Bengals travel to Buffalo. Crazy, right? Finally get to play that game out. And, and Roger Goodell make a stupid rule about, well, depending on what happens in this game is what we're going to do with the AFC Championship game. The AFC Championship game, provided it's Buffalo and Kansas City, is stupid. And I understand, and I don't mean to, to talk hastily about this situation, but the reaction to what happened, the aftermath, and what they did to the playoff scheduling is really super dumb. The reality is you've now punished Kansas City, who had nothing to do with this situation, and cost them every opportunity. They won. They did their thing. If there's a Buffalo-Kansas City AFC Championship game, it should be in Kansas City. Instead, it's going to be in fucking Dallas. One more playoff spot to fill in the divisional round. Oh, also, yeah, I'm, I'm looking like, no, I think I, got I think I got two. We now know that with Cincinnati beating Baltimore, the Chargers will travel to Kansas City. An AFC West meeting in the divisional round. Going to be good times. Going to be good times. Last but not least, this Dallas-Tampa Bay game. How do you pick this? How do you fucking pick this game? Dallas is a better complete football team. But we, we know that they know how to blow it. They were typical December Dallas. The loss to the Commanders, I couldn't believe. Texans went to Texans 27-23. I'm trying to convince myself that I that Dallas will win this game because I think that I think that I don't think I don't know. I'm going with Tampa Bay. We're going with the four-seeded Buccaneers to move on from Raymond James Stadium and travel to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. That's what we're going with. That's what we're doing. Sorry, Cowboy fans. Very, very sorry, Cowboy fans. But that's what we're going with. Something I like to do is Super Bowl. Look at Super Bowl bets. And, of course, you like to catch them early. Because these exactas will change as the playoffs change, but I, I I've never seen I hadn't I hadn't seen or messed with this before this year, but they've got a bet on Caesar Sportsbook called Super Bowl Exactas, and basically what you do in a Super Bowl Exacta is you choose the two teams that are going to go to the Super Bowl in the winner. For example, Buffalo Bills to beat San Francisco in the Super Bowl. One of the two odds-on favorites, plus one thousand, plus ten thousand, or plus one thousand. Sorry, 
Kansas City to beat San Francisco in the Super Bowl, also plus 1,000. So those two results are the odds-on favorites of, of all the possibilities. And there's 104 possibilities. So we're going to mess with this playoff bracket. We're going to find a couple that we like. Because some of these pay pretty good. Look, you want to bet, you want to bet serious Tom Brady. If Tom Brady gets to the Super Bowl, you can make 50 to 1. Guy's got seven rings. I hope he gets 10. I, I've said that since since he won his seventh. So fuck it. I'll just keep rooting for him. I hope he gets 10. Doesn't look like he's going to, but surely he's done after this year, right? Like, surely he's going to hang it up. He got fucking killed this year. Who knows? I want that TB12 shit. I want that secret. It's probably not all the fried chicken and cheesecake I enjoy, but TB12 probably wouldn't do me a whole lot of favors. All right, divisional round matchups that we have set in the AFC. The Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills. Sorry, guys. The Bills are way too inconsistent for me to think that they're going to get past Cincinnati. That's the thing. I'm not too much worried about this AFC title game because I like the Bengals. They've done it again. They've come on at the right time. Joe Cool's being Joe Cool again. This team, it, it's I'm more confident about them. I wasn't confident at all about them last year. They're better at this point this year than they were last year. I'm taking Cincinnati. And, of course, there's all kinds of different scenarios you can work on. Nobody's going to beat Kansas City. Sorry, Chargers. A Bengals-Chiefs AFC Championship game. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. What about this? What about this? The number three seeded Minnesota Vikings traveling to San Francisco. And I hate to say this, but is the Niners' path to the Super Bowl going to be this easy? Because from a matchup standpoint, the 49ers are absolutely dominant against this Minnesota Vikings team. Their defense is way too good for a shaky Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson-led offense to have really anything. Not too worried about Dalvin Cook. Niners in this game. Niners in this game. Tom Brady, your road ends in Philadelphia. The Eagles are too good. Eagles in the championship game. See, here's the problem I have. I can almost still see Dallas going on to the championship game. I could see a Dallas and 49ers championship game. But I can't get past the fact that it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. So there'll be more scenarios I look at too. Let's consider that though. Eagles-Niners championship game. Now the Niners finally have a little bit of a test. But I still think they're the best team in the, in the, in the NFC. They're hot as shit. I just don't know if Brock Purdy, a guy that doesn't have any experience here, I don't know how he's got, he's been so cool so far, but he hasn't been in the playoffs. He hasn't made a Super Bowl run. I like it. My brother will hit 10 fantasy football championships. That is absolutely the case. He's about to pass Tom Brady or tie Tom Brady fantasy football champions in our league. Niners Bengals. When does Patrick Mahomes' run against Joe Burrow end? When does he finally get that win? When does he finally get it together and beat Joe Burrow? Is it in the AFC Championship game this year? How motivated is Buffalo for their boy? Their boy's out of the hospital. You put DeMar Hamlin on that sideline, those boys are going to play. And I don't know exactly. I know he's out of the hospital. Life's good. I don't know exactly his condition or his case or how it's going. I don't know what he can, what he can handle from, a, from, from, a, from an excitement or a blood pressure standpoint. 
Obviously, there's no rush to that. But, man, you get that guy back in that locker room in any capacity, it's going to jack those boys. It's going to get them jacked. That's a tough little trio. We've got KC, the Bengals, and the Bills could all win the AFC. I feel like the I feel like I feel like it's almost a San Francisco, Philadelphia, and possibly a Dallas situation. I'm gonna have to change my mind. I'm gonna have to pick the Cowboys. I'm gonna have to pick Dallas. It's just a it's what I'm gonna have to do. Because while it's hard to bet against Tom Brady, I think at their best, Dallas can be one of the best teams in the AFC. They might be. Let's see here. Let's see here. Tony Pollard. That's your X factor. That's your guy. That's the guy that will decide, I think, whether whether the Cowboys make a run here. You know what you get in Dak. Dak's got to not turn the ball over. You know what you get in Zeke. Zeke's a power runner. He's going to score touchdowns. Tony Pollard, to me, you get that you get that dual headed monster back there behind Dak. It's tough to beat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've got Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati in the AFC. I've got San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia in the NFC. So now we've narrowed it down to six teams. Obviously the high odds guys. But we got six teams. So let's look at Dallas and let's say Cincinnati on the exacta. Let's say the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Dallas Cowboys. I'm trying to find where that would be. If the Dallas Cowboys beat the Cincinnati Bengals, that pays 70 to 1. Some of these things are going to be fun to do. But what I said was, out of these 104, you go through, analyze these playoffs, pick 10 of them, okay? The highest odd one pays 10 to 1. So you're gonna, if you hit one, you're going to get at least 10 to 1. So you pick 10 of them. The highest odd one, you, say you pick a 10 to 1 and it hits, you get your money back. Let's look at the lowest odd one. 1,500 to 1. 1,500 to 1. For the Seattle Seahawks to defeat the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl. (laughs) The New York Giants to beat the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl also pays 1,500 to 1. The Miami Dolphins to beat the Seahawks. The Dolphins to beat the Giants. All those 1,500 to 1. No faith in the Miami Dolphins. And I'm assuming that has changed recently with the absence of Tua being solidified. Ravens, Giants, Ravens, Seahawks, 1,000 to 1. 1,000 to 1. Be insane if you hit one of those, right? $10 bet, 10 grand. It'd just be, it'd be hard to do. It'd be really hard to do. But we'll see who makes the run here. But, of course, once the games are played, then, then the odds change. Yeah, we'll see who makes the run. I don't know what I'm going to do as far as these. I'm probably going to bet 10 of them at 10 bucks a piece and see if I can get one. Sounds like a good time to me. I'm looking at parlays for Sunday. Look, and I, I like doing same-game parlays. I more so like doing full playoff parlays, kind of picking your bracket and seeing if it hits. So let's go through and look at some odds here for the National Football League playoffs wild card weekend. Let's go strictly money line. I got Niners. I got Chargers. I got Bills. 
I got Vikings. I've got Bengals. And I've got... God damn it, I have to take Dallas. So you bet those all on the money line only pays 6.8 six, six to 1. Not that fun. I don't even know that I like all these. Oh, wait. No, it pays more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Six plus six eighty-four. All right. So let's look at the let's look at the spreads. I think Seattle or uh, San Francisco will cover that nine and a half. Two and a half point spread. You can take the Chargers or you can take the Jags to win, which is plus one eighteen. If you understand betting at all, that means your hundred dollar bet will pay back one hundred eighteen dollars. Thirteen is a huge number, man. Can the Bills cover 13 fucking points? Vikings minus three pays even money. We go money line there. Bengals minus nine. I love it. Cowboys minus 140. See, now we're at now we're at 18 to one. You throw a couple spreads in there. I know the Bengals are going to cover. I hate to say that. I know the Bengals are going to cover. Let's take Dolphins plus 13. So now you've added some spread bets in there. Now you're at 35 to 1 for your six-game parlay for Sunday. I can't wait till the prop bets release. That's what I want to see because I know some guys are going to dominate. I know Mark Andrews is going to get a lot of yards, at least a lot of receptions. Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, they might combine for they might combine for 600. That's going to be a fun game to watch. I don't know. All kinds of good stuff happening on Super Wild Card Weekend. Look, when you're talking about Super Bowl predictions, it's hard to look at this and go ahead and say, well, I'm saying the Bengals and the Niners. But that's what we predicted today. Let's look at that exacta. Bengals, Niners. And I'm not sure who would win that. Hard to bet against Joe Cool, but that Niners defense is so good. So you get Bengals, Niners. Bengals beat the, the Niners. It's 20 to 1. Niners beat the Bengals. It's 25 to 1. So Bengals to beat San Francisco pays a little more. No, pays a little less. That's a good couple bets right there. I like that. I like that. You can't parlay them. Only one of them is going to hit. Anyway. It's a good time talking about pro football, talking about Super Wild Card Weekend. It's only going to get more exciting as the playoffs move on through. I like uh, sitting here and working out my picks on the podcast, talking with people. It's a good time. Also, I like knowing people who are studs in the construction industry, like Edge Construction. Edge Construction. I'll learn to talk here momentarily or maybe within the next week. I don't know. Edge Construction, masters of the construction industry. These guys are studs. You can get about anything done with Edge. That's right. Dirt work, site development, all those things. Big jobs, small jobs, they got you. Brian, he's a stud. All right, 812-343-3035. Call Brian. Tell him the Sean B. Show sent you. That's what's up. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. Say you want to get wild in your home. Watch some football. Maybe you need a place for the dog to go, just like Home Doggy Daycare on Facebook or on the web, just like HomeDoggyDaycare.com. They do dog watching, pet sitting, doggy daycare stuff. You don't have to be, you. gosh dang it, you may have to be away, but for your pets, it'll be just like home. Look them up. I got overnight stays, weekend stays, uh, daily doggy daycare, all different kinds of stuff, super flexible. And the best people I know, maybe the most amazing people I've ever known. It's a true story. It's the Sean B show. It's Thursday. We're about to get out of here. Anything else before I go? I don't think so. Get out there and kiss a ginger and go get your blood pressure medicine filled. It's a day for that. Guys, we'll be back up. I, I don't know yet, actually, because you got Saturday coming up. I'm assuming I'll be back out here on on Saturday, kind of as a uh, preview to the 
two super wild card game weekends on or <laughs> super wild card weekend games on Saturday. Yeah, let's do that. We'll be on. We'll be on on Saturday. Maybe even again on Sunday. I don't know. We're gonna watch these lines shift. We're gonna talk about all the betting options on Super Wild Card Weekend. We're gonna sit here and hope, and I mean hope that the Indiana Pacers can get a win tomorrow night. They host the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young and the boys coming to the Pacers, paying us a visit at the old Game Bridge. Got to keep the Pacers rolling, man. Got to keep them rolling. Then, of course, Saturday, the 14th, hosting Memphis and Ja. The Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, the Hoosiers. Hoosiers have Wisconsin on Saturday in Bloomington. And I don't know. It just the, the Badgers are number 18 in the country. They got to find a win. That's the thing. They've got to find a win. They absolutely have to find a win. They've got to figure this out because race and Xavier Johnson are not coming back anytime soon. Race's knee injury looked bad. They haven't said a lot about it, but his, that, that injury looked bad and he looked upset as if he knew how bad it was. The Hoosiers are going to struggle without those guys unless they figure something out and figure it out soon. They're 10 and six. Got to make our way into that NCAA tournament. We came into the season with national comp- national expectations. We had the opportunity. We had the path. We started the season ranked 14th. Hey, you got Kansas and Arizona coming up. You got North Carolina coming up. These are some games. If you can win these games and be competitive here, you're the national spotlight. So it's a tough way for the season to turn, but uh, hope for the health of these guys. Hope they can get back healthy. Um, and hope, hopefully Woody can look down that bench and figure something out. We will see you guys on Saturday. Sean B show out. See ya.